0: room podcast, everything spooky, paranormal, true crime, and cryptid. I'm your host, Destiny. Also host, Shelby.
1: <laughs> also host, three, Caitlin.
0: <laughs> love it. So as you know, our Shakers and Quakers episode is where we take your stories and we read them back to you. But this episode is super special.
2: Caitlin, do you want to tell them why? It's for my cousin, Austin. Woo! Austin, I've never met you, but yay! <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's going to love that. So, the reason why we did this episode specifically for Austin is one of two things. So, he just got married, and um, when we went up to, you know, his and Alyssa's gorgeous wedding, we decided to take a detour to the Mothman Museum. And when I told him that, his face lit up, and he said, Listen, if you don't smack Mothman's ass... I'm going to cry. And I said, you know what, buddy? It's your wedding weekend. I can't do that to you. So, of course, we went and I smacked Mothman's ass for Austin. You can find that video on our Instagram later. Um, and then I said, hey, buddy, do you have any supernatural stories by chance? And, of course, he sent like, like a 400-page <laughs> like letter essay um, that we're going to be using to kind of just do all of this um, and just circle around his long terrifying story. Yay! We love that for us.
0: (laughs) Just super happy for Austin, super happy for Alyssa. Congratulations on your marriage. Everybody say congratulations. Congratulations! Congratulations. (laughs) So do we want to start by telling them um, about our trip to Point Pleasant? Yeah.
1: Um, So I obviously love Mothman. He was my favorite cryptid. Um, And therefore my first. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and so we, I obviously took the opportunity for us to sprint away to Point Pleasant, and I mean, since Austin told us that we had to, or he'd cry, we had to go, there was no other option, Mm -hmm. and so we went up there, and the reason I'm so into Mothman is because of Fallout 76 specifically, I mentioned that during the episode, don't roll your eyes at me, (laughs) Um, because I'm a big nerd, and so anyway, I was really interested to see how... The producer and creator of the Fallout Seventy Six game, Bethesda, handled the town. Um, and it was it, it was pretty good. Um, they did a pretty good job. But we also went into the museum. So Mothman has a whole museum and a fucking cheeked up statue for him and his likeness in the center of this one like main street that they have. Which
2: I think we already put we posted a picture of the Mothman statue. Yeah, least, his just unfortunately not his cheeks, but video
1: will come. Yeah, the video will come. We'll post Destiny smacking Mothman's ass. Double caked up on a Thursday afternoon.
2: Um, So, driving into the town
0: first, it's a smaller town. I wasn't really knowing what to expect, but it really is almost essentially just, like, one main strip. Everything is within, like, I'd say, like, a two-block radius of each other. If. Like, it's very small. Mm -hmm. So, we show up, and first thing we do is we go to the Mothman Museum.
1: We make a beeline for it. Um, First thing that you do when you walk into the museum, it's a gift shop, and then you actually have to purchase tickets to go into the museum. It was $2 a person?
0: I think it was like $8 a person.
1: I feel like that's too expensive. No. Maybe it was $8 collectively. That might have been right, actually. It was cheap either way. Yeah, it was $4 a person then. Um, And so you go in, and what's really cool about it is that they've got a bunch of um, props from the Mothman Prophecies, I think is the name of the movie, um, that was filmed in the town as well as all of the first-hand accounts. They've got the handwritten police reports um, from the first night that, you know, the the two couples saw Mothman. Um, They've got props from just random things that people have made. There's a Mothman um, Monopoly game, Mm -hmm. we found out. There was a Mothman Yu-Gi-Oh card. I've got pictures of all of this. What was really cool was seeing the original article that was couple see Birdman something and I, had, I posted a picture of that on the, on the Instagram. Um, and then from there, you can go see the TNT bunkers.
0: Well, we went... So, they also have a sister store as well.
1: They've got two sister stores. You're right.
0: Yes. And one of them is more just, like, 80s memorabilia. And they have, yeah. like, vinyls and different stuff like that, which is really cool. If I could go back and save money for that, I totally would. And the other one's more just, like, a gift shop. It had more Mothman stuff as well. Just different things that you could see... Um, they also had, like, Mothman root beer and, like, mm-hmm. TNT soda, and it was actually pretty good, so we got those, mm-hmm. and then we went over to the Mothman statue. You're right. Smacked his ass for Austin. Hell yeah. Yep. Um, took a couple pictures with him, and then it was actually pretty cool, so this has nothing to do with Mothman,
1: <laughs> but it's, like, <laughs> Speaking down, of Mothman.
0: It's, like, I think it's, like, um, by, like, the dam, or they, down it's by the, the water,
1: they have... Ohio, the, it's right on the Ohio River.
0: I know, but I think it's technically a dam. Regardless. Okay. There's, like, a big wall by the water, and it actually has, like, a whole mural on it telling, like, the history of the town and how everything got established as well.
1: And it's not a dam, it's just a water wall, because it's right, like, they're right on the river, and they have a history of flooding, um, which was a couple of the tragedies that they posted, um, in the museum as well, other than the Silver Bridge collapse, Oh, which was actually also another thing they had in the museum. I'm sorry. They actually had a lot of, like, information about the Silver Bridge collapse. Um, They had a video showing exactly how small that tiny crack was, which was Mm. insane. Um, And it was just devastating. It was crazy. And, um, you know, having everyone talk about the tragedy that everyone faced in lieu of, you know, Mothman being this legendary cryptid was actually really cool to see. So, um, and then from the dam, because we walked the length of that... We, um, then we went to the TNT place, right? Yeah. And so what that is, is that's around where the kids were, um, where they spotted Mothman when they were driving, the couple, Z- two two couples, um, and it's, it's insane. It's a crazy little, like, forest area, just overgrown as, as hell.
0: And it's still rumored that, like, he lives in there. Yeah. Um, so essentially it was kind of weird. It was, like, a big, like, nature preserve area, And there's not necessarily, like, a parking lot or, like, a specific entrance. It's, like, you park along. Like, there's, like, these, like, little divots on the side of the road. And you just park there and you just kind of, like, walk through some Mm -hmm. swamp to get there. It was really interesting. Mm.
1: And also, fantastically enough, there's a shooting range on the property. Yeah. (laughs) And so we're walking to try and find these, um, the TNT bunkers that, uh, munitions storage. And you just keep hearing gunshots. (laughs) And so I grew up on a farm. That was, like, normal to me. Destiny, however, I think got a jump scare literally every time someone was shooting.
0: I grew up in the city,
1: so... <laughs> <laughs> um, so and I was, I was fine. But these munition bump- bunkers, so there was... There's multiple throughout, you know, different places you can walk on the property, but we just went down one long straight, and we saw four, five?
0: I think, like, five. And the further you walk, um, they're essentially all lined up in a row, but the further you walk, the more overgrown and just hidden they are so you mm-hmm. actually have to kind of look further for them um if you do go I recommend pants a long sleeve shirt some boots bug spray yes the mosquitoes were absolutely insane yeah. I got eaten up
1: I'm pretty sure I had a bite on my ass not to lie
0: a mosquito bit me through my pants yeah. on my ass it was
1: nuts it was terrible right no he was committed so I'm hungry yeah <laughs> But honestly,
0: the bunkers were a lot bigger than I thought that they were gonna be. I expected something smaller for some reason, and they weren't, like, insanely huge, but they were a decent size.
1: Yeah, they were, um, I, I want to say they were, they were probably about the size of our living room, like, our open living room area. Think bigger.
2: Like, living room, kitchen room, dining room. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Based on the video, like, that looked, it looked huge.
1: Yeah. You could, honestly, it'd be really cool if they renovated them and turned them into apartments it would be so it'd be stowed up. Oh, room, our Airbnb. They, yeah. yeah. Um. It but, could be like a hobbit
2: hole Airbnb because like <gasps> people do shit like that all the time where it's like right. themed. And I'd stay there. Hell yeah.
1: Have a a yeah. bunker. Don't Bro, you can I, have that. I would just Blush. scream. I
2: would just scream in it and let,
1: let the echo just
2: go wild. Yes,
1: which was what was so really cool, like awesome about those is so we'd have to go down a little path, not very long from the main straight, um, but depending on how far we were, it was overgrown or you could see the bunker door and it's graffitied up to hell because of course, you know, the local teenagers. <sighs> Sorry. You're okay. <laughs> <laughs> the local teenagers with a town that only has, a, like, a two-block main street don't have a lot to do. Mm-hmm. And so we went in, and you could hear, I mean, the echo carried on for, like, two minutes, depending on what noise you did. Um, and there's only w- two openings, so there's one hole in the very top of the dome of the bunker, and then the front door. Um, and those were really cool. And, of course, there's literally, every single one of them had the word Mothman written on them some way or another, or a picture of Mothman. <laughs> like, oh, wow. Yeah. Um, on the way in, there's a little, like, kind of, like, a little, um, what would you call that?
0: Like, a little railing? Like yeah. Like, a road railing?
1: And someone, like, literally wrote, like, let the gay's gay. Mothman. <laughs> like. <laughs> They're like,
0: Sam eats Mothman's ass. Yeah. Oh that was God. on every
2: single bunker, dude. I'm
1: Sam like, y'all took time. Mothman's
0: yeah. I want to know who we Sam we have Sam to tag is.
2: every single one of
0: these. Yeah, these he tag. committed. But it's like, Mothman supports gay rights. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah.
1: yeah. So it was really cool. Um, but it's definitely, all in all, it's. Well worth it. I think that um, we might be trying to go for um, the Mothman Festival sometime soon, and I also know that the museum is going to be opening up a Mothman-themed escape room sometime soon, which, of course, I would get locked up with Mothman.
0: The only thing else that I found weird about the um, TNT plant and all that stuff, um, or the ammunitions bunker, is that... They're actually supposed to have part of the old plant that you can go and see. Now, at this point, it's just pillars, but that's what it was used for, and people have actually, like, been there. So, we looked up on Google Maps, and we oh, started our trek happens. to that way, and the thing is, is, like, the path was so overgrown, but you could also see, like, some tire prints and parts of it, mm-hmm. um, other parts like you were walking through water. It wasn't, so, it was, like, ankle-deep, maybe. Yeah. Um, well, so we get all the way back there, and it's all guarded off and blocked off.
2: Trespassing signs. Yeah,
0: and it's, like, um, authorized personnel only. So we were like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, let's still try to go. (laughs) Yeah, so we were, like, right on it, about to go, and then just a random man, like, steps out of, like, the clearing. Not looking at
1: us. He's, like, looking off like someone's talking to him. Oh, no.
0: Yeah. And so we turned around and we we booked it. (laughs) It's like,
2: nope, never mind. Yeah. Exactly. It is Mothman.
1: I sure was willing. It was like, "I'll, I'll risk it. I'll risk it to see, like... another area i was like are you for real you're telling me someone's back here right now and of Mm -hmm. course the guy walks out like right as soon as you thought that it's like like, actually yeah someone's right here yeah it's like we're just gonna turn around i'm
2: like they'd have to track through so much stuff
0: to get back here there's no way that anybody's back here
1: no sure enough they had workers back there and he looked like he was probably a worker like just groundskeeping minimal with everything being hella overgrown i don't know how much groundskeeping they really do Mm-hmm. So,
0: but yeah, that was our trip to the Mothman Museum. All in all, I'd recommend it. I mean, unless you're like obsessed with Mothman, I wouldn't necessarily suggest making like a seven hour trip there. But if you're in the area or even like a couple hour drive, I think it's definitely worth it just to see it.
1: Because what was it for us? It was six hours there, but it just added three hours for our drive home. So it was like. Not even that. It only added two hours. So yeah. I was like, why not? I was like, whatever. Yeah, we might as well. You're already driving the distance, essentially. Exactly. Yeah, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we did that for Austin. Not for me, not for Destiny. <laughs> That or trip Austin. was for Austin.
2: <laughs> he made this. And now we're
1: going to talk about the scary shit that he's had to see yeah. and deal with. So let's talk about Austin's psyche and everything he's had to go through up in Kentucky.
0: Yes, and his story is so long, like, all of his sp- experiences added up. So what we're going to do is we're going to break it down into three different sections, and we'll each just read a section. That way one
2: person just doesn't get too tired of reading. You don't have <laughs> yeah. to hear someone's voice just the whole time being... <laughs> talking. <laughs> talking literally
0: all right so i guess i'll get started yeah you guys ready yeah okay so austin said so i guess it really started when my dad and stepmom moved into their current house it was kind of creepy when we first moved in because the basement had a rundown boxing ring with graffiti all over the concrete walls but as teenage boys my brother bryce and i thought it was so cool which first of all that is cool as hell yeah yeah like, i think that's well, especially dope. like
2: if you're younger kids too you're like oh hell yeah yeah, yeah
0: fuck yeah um, nothing really weird started happening until about a year after we officially moved in. It didn't really start out as much, things going missing, <laughs> footsteps coming from the garage, um, up the stairs to my room, weird dreams, you know, the usual. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, no, that seems <laughs> just totally standard. That seems okay, buddy. Like, that's fine. So we just walking from the garage to your room, you know. Yeah. Um, we didn't think too much of it since the house was new to us and we were two teenage boys visiting for the summer. Sometime mid-summer, I decided that I was going to move from Florida and live with my dad in Kentucky in his new house, but my brother Bryce decided to stay with our mom in Florida. Sometime midway through my freshman years, whenever we really started to have some real paranormal experiences happen to us. At this time, we also had a girl named Tavia? Tavia. Tavia. Tavia, probably. Probably. Um, We also had a girl named Tavia that lived with us who helped take care of our dogs, but she was basically part of the family. We were away in Panama City for Thanksgiving break, and I remember about halfway through our stay, we got a call from Tavia, who was hysterical. She said that she had walked outside to throw the ball for some of the dogs. When she came in, every cabinet and door in the house was open, and she was scared that someone had gotten into the house. Yeah, no. Yeah, could you imagine that? I'm trying to find your Tupperware, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to let these dogs out and then come back everything's open. Um, My dad and stepmom finally calmed her down, but she begged them to stay on the phone um, with her for a little while. She said she had closed all the doors and cabinets and walked back outside to collect the dogs to get them back inside. And I clearly remember hearing her screaming through the phone while I was standing a few feet away from my dad. Because when she came back in, all of the cabinets and doors opened again. Oh, no. She refused to stay at the house while we were out of town, but promised to come by... (laughs) ...but promised to come by and take care of the dogs every day. My dad kind of just brushed off the whole incident, thinking it was a 20-something-year-old girl being afraid of being home alone in an unfamiliar home. My stepmom, on the other hand, was thoroughly freaked out and forced my dad to call one of their friends that lived somewhat close to come make sure that there, indeed, was no one else in the house. They called back sometime later... And let them know that they didn't find anything and that all the doors and cabinets were now shut. Mm.
2: Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, A few months passed after we returned from Florida with no activity in the house. We all had kind of forgot the whole situation, including Tavia, who returned to staying with us. Uh, Until one day, we were about to hop in the car and go out somewhere. My stepmom was walking down the hallway to the garage. Me, or my dad and I, about seven feet behind her... Would we say about a handful of her hair slowly lifted up and suddenly get yanked backwards... Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> Jesus
2: Christ. Uh, she turned around already swearing at my dad, but <laughs> but when she realized how far back we were from her and saw the ghostly white expressions on our faces, she, too, turned a ghoulish white. The whole car ride was spent trying to talk sense of the situation, but no one could come up with a logical answer. It was as if this moment we knew there was... Another entity in the house. That kind of reminds me of. I think it's the third Paranormal Activity movie. Nah, I don't fuck with paranormal. But there's a moment, and I saw this one in theaters. It's either the second or third movie. I saw this one in theaters, and like the daughter is like upstairs, and you just see her ponytail get ganked up, and Uh I started cracking up, and then. It was just really funny how it happened. That's right. <laughs> it was just like, yoink. Oh, <laughs> but I just, But that's what that reminded me of a little bit.
0: <laughs> but imagine seeing that, like, right in front of you. Like, what if that For happened real? To, like, you?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, after that incident, we noticed that activity in the house drastically increased. We were all sitting in the living room one night when we watched a silver screw-in-style plate that was in front of the fireplace unscrew itself. Oh, my God. Spin around in a circle three times around its housing. And then screw itself what? back into place. Awesome. It was like, it was like, hey, you know, I think I'm a little bit lopsided, so I'm just going to fix myself real quick. What it reminds me of is, I want to show you something of what I do. <laughs> I was going to say, that part's not even malicious. It's more just like, hi, oh, I'm here." And that's there. fucked. Oh, <laughs> right. God. Uh, we all exchanged concerning glances to one another, and then we all laughed. No. I don't know if we laugh out of nervousness or if it was just because if we didn't laugh, we would worry. Awesome. You right. get out of the house. <laughs> you, you run. the house. Uh, A week or so after that incident, again, sitting in the living room, my stepmom and I were watching TV when all of a sudden I heard a loud crash by the front door. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I looked at my stepmom to see, only to see her just as perplexed. Guy uses a lot of good... uh, Good you got words.
1: good words, buddy. <laughs> big brain, very smart. The big brain.
2: <laughs> That's when I noticed that the remote that she was flipping through channels with was in pieces by the front door. Oh, oh, my God. Holy shit. She said that she felt as if something had smacked the bottom of her hand and sent the remote flying t- towards the front door. We told my dad when he got home, and he thought we were just being dramatic. Scott, I swear to God. Uh, Scott's dad. Scott's dad. I'm <laughs> guessing. <laughs> Scott. Uncle Scott. <laughs> Uh, Not much happened after that incident. It went about a year without any activity in the house. My dad and stepmom decided to have children of their own, but my about my sophomore and junior year, they ended up getting pregnant and having a little boy. My brother Preston. Uh, Everything was quiet, minus
1: the commotion of dogs and a crying baby. Mm -hmm. I don't like those noises either, though. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Um okay so then around the time Preston was 2 or 3 the activity started again Tammy had a baby monitor in his room and she said that the one that one night it sounded like a woman was singing to him yet no one was in the room she said there were multiple instances where she would where she was go to get him out of the crib and he would be talking to the corner of his room As if someone was there. I wish you could see how hard I'm shaking my head right now. She also said that her dog Riley would walk upstairs with her and would growl into Preston's room and the hallway that my bedroom was in. I began to have very vivid dreams where I would wake up and a woman in all black with yellow eyes... (laughs) All black with yellow eyes would be standing at the foot of my bed just watching. I always brushed it off as nothing but sleep paralysis or a bad dream. It wasn't until years later when I found out that Bryce, my brother who lived in Florida... Has always seen this woman in black with yellow eyes. Besides the dream though, and uh, Bryce has, like I've heard about this woman multiple times growing up. Yeah, got goosebumps. Um <laughs> <laughs> gonna throw okay. up. <laughs> I hate thinking about it. Um besides the dream though the dreams though, no real activity had happened in the house. Years later, when I started dating my wife, congratulations again. We love Alyssa. We love Alyssa. Um, we used to fall asleep on FaceTime since we didn't live with each other. The first time... you oh, so cute. I, I'm so scared. Um, the first time we fell asleep like that, she told me... Uh, the next day that she had had a nightmare about a woman in black with yellow eyes standing over me. Oh, nope. fuck that.
0: Nope, nope.
1: And also goes on to say, I have so many stories and strange instances that I could share, but I wanted to at least capture the scariest moments that are encounters I've had. Was, I
2: literally have... I wonder of- if, like, their family just has something following <laughs> Some, them. Some, because I, my sister, her stepmom, since she was a kid, no matter where she's gone, has had the same...
1: Oh, yeah. think
2: follow her through every house she has
1: been in. And that's how my sister has her stories, too. Oh. So the only thing is that growing up with Austin and Bryce, because my family was very weird, because not everyone's as close with cousins as we are. We grew up more like siblings than we did okay. cousins. Um, so growing up with them, it I don't remember hearing much about the lady in black with yellow eyes until Scott and Tammy moved into their house. Mm. So I wonder if it latched onto them from their house and then just spread because Bryce, I remember we went up actually to visit Austin and to meet Alyssa. It was when he proposed to her, and um, they're so cute. I love them so much. So cute. Um, and we were going to go sleep upstairs in Austin's daughter's room, and Bryce and um, Bryce was, <laughs> was sleeping in the in the middle floor um, on the couch, and he like we went to go up there, and he goes, "You you guys need to stay down here," and we were like, "Hmm." Uh. (laughs) what and he goes you have you have to stay down here like i cannot have you go sleep upstairs and so we went upstairs we got got our stuff and we came and we slept downstairs um but like throughout the night like we would be talking and um he would say that he would see someone like pacing because it was like it goes upstairs to like a loft play area and then her room and he would see someone like pacing up there on, and, like, he would see it, and then I would look, and you could kind of see, like, there'd be a shadow that would just, like, sprint. Oh, no. And, like, that would be all I would see, but he said he would see something stalking, like, waiting for us.
0: And then he said that he just had a feeling that something would push me down the stairs, me specifically, and I'm like, was it me that pushed me down the stairs? Was it me, Judas? (laughs) I was so clumsy, but also, yeah, no thank you, I'll stay downstairs,
1: I'm good. Yeah, so, no, absolutely not. And Bryce, Bryce is so really that. sensitive to that shit too. Like Bryce has always been, and he's very like. He, I think it's just because he's very emotional, and so he can feel those emotions. Like he's very empathetic in that way, and so I feel like that. Like when it comes to spooky shit like this, he's it. he's poor boy is stuck in it. Like with like with, a with clear, or without his a clairvoyant type. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I feel so bad for him because he just freaks, and I feel like. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. I would not. I would not. Nah. But
0: as far as that ghost goes, I mean, I think. I'd be like, okay, this is weird, like, please don't open all my cabinets again. But then once I got to the point of, like, pulling hair and, like, actually doing shit to fuck with me, absolutely not I get the fuck out of my house.
1: Well, that's literally, like, paranormal activity. Yeah, yeah that's That's creepy. literally the movies. Like, yeah.
0: I don't think it gets better from there.
1: It only gets worse. It even showed off. That's what I don't get. The plate. That plate unscrewing itself and it the oh, screwing okay. itself back in. So it. I, I think finished. what I can do, I fixed
2: this when you guys didn't.
1: <laughs> it said, I'm such a handy ghost. Look, at it's me. a lesbian ghost. Yeah, it is. You're <laughs> That's They just got back from Lowe's. <laughs> yes, she said. Actually, I got the Lowe's. I got what you needed. I'm gonna fix it. I'm gonna Look. screw this myself. No, yeah. like... Don't worry about it.
0: It's like I was just trying to fix your hair by yanking on it. It's fine. Poor
1: Tammy, dude. The way that I would just, l- I, I would, would come shit. back. I would shave my head. I and would not come at back. the same time.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Oh my god. I dude. would burn the house down.
1: But anyway, that
2: was our Austin-centric episode. Or Austin Shakers and Quakers. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you gotta keep that in. Not the little.
2: Not the. <laughs> 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 That's <really laughs>
1: exciting. <laughs> Just like toddler
2: getting excited about something. Anyway.
0: anyway, congratulations, Austin and Alyssa. We're so happy for you. I hope you liked our specific, dedicated to you guys episode. Oh yeah. Um, as far as future episodes go, if you guys want to submit your stories, it can be true crime, paranormal, cryptid, UFO sightings, I do not care. Just Just anything, anything
1: wild that you've experienced. Weird or like you found in your house. Mildly unsettling. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Creepy person next door stories. Just something that's gonna make Caitlin want to throw up. Literally. And You (laughs) (laughs) You
0: guys can send those stories to salttheroom at gmail.com And then all of our socials are up and live We have Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at salttheroom And as always, stay alert Stay safe And if you
1: hear something creepy Salt Salt the the room! God, salt the room Get Scott to salt the room I don't understand